interesting. It's a thing. It exists. <laughs> it exists. The BM squared exists. Are we on the air? Yes. Oh, that are. was more you and less Barrett again. <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a thing that exists. Uh, since we're recording, I might as well open up with it. Uh, I went on um, Goodwill has a website, so you could shop at Goodwill without leaving your house, and. I was looking through, and they had this retro game console. It looked like a Super Nintendo, so I click on it. I'm like, "Oh, cool! I'll, you know, Super Nintendo, like 16 bucks. That must be like the opening. Well, it was like 15 bucks. That must be the opening bid. I'll just, you know, maybe I'll just throw a bid on it. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll throw a really low bid on something that I kind of want, and then and if I lose, who cares? But if I win, hey, it's, who cares? Also, because it's not a lot of money. There was a buy it now, and it was like 15 bucks, and it's one of those retro. It was one of those uh, clone consoles. Yeah. So I start looking up SNES clone consoles, trying to find which one it is. And I find one where that goes for brand new for like 60 bucks, six zero, 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. This thing cost me from Goodwill with shipping. And I even threw in an extra five cent donation because I'm such a generous guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Cost me sixteen dollars, one six, sixteen dollars for a sixteen dollars for a sixty dollar clone console. And okay. when this thing comes in, I'm gonna run it through its paces and right here on this very show, I'm gonna bury the living shit out of it. I mean review it. Yeah. It's gonna be I'm gonna be <laughs> bearing it. Do you really want the item review right now? You wasted sixteen bucks. <laughs> I mean, because you can do this. The the software to do this is free. The only well, thing you're going to get... 606 games to play Nintendo oh, games no, on a system no, no, that looks no, like no. a Super Nintendo, but no, has... Wait, wait, wait. Hang, but on has... Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Do you know about these, you know, clones and stuff? Because uh, you, you see these ads for, you know, 300 games or, you know, 700 games. And they're all kind of the same game repeated. I know uh, that. Matt, Matt, I, I watch Rerez. I know. I know. I Rerez has a whole series called The Worst Consoles Ever Made. And literally, okay. it's just this shit over and over and over again. Okay. All right. But I'm like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, for 16 bucks. I mean, here's what the thing is. I'm going to play with this for two seconds. I'm going to realize it sucks. And I'm just going to give it to my boss's kid for, for, uh, for Christmas. Okay. Well, there you go. If, you, yeah, if it gets for me. Because keep in mind, in your career. Keep in mind, this is coming from China. So you got to expect about a two to three month delay for the product to actually arrive. No, dude, this is coming from Goodwill in Missouri. Missouri, China. Yes, Missouri, China, granted. But Missouri, China just happens to be in the middle of the United States. The United <laughs> States, China. Yeah, well, we're in United States, China. Don't you remember? Biden won. Biden won. We're in China. (laughs) We're not going to go political because that's going to derail this whole thing. So I was just talking about like how political like SNL gets and like how I can't stand it anymore. But yeah, okay. Well, but I mean, the the thing is, you can the the software wears out. You you just you can just type in SNES emulator. Boom, you have the software within. No, that's the beauty part. It looks like an SNES. And it has control jacks like a Sega Genesis, and Guess the games what? that are and the games that are on it, they're all NES. Guess what? My so iPhone like on three... my desktop looks like an SNES. I'm just, dude. I'm 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 
putting the system down and you're getting defensive. This is funny. I know. No, I just, I just <laughs> I'm with you, man. No, but I mean, I'm it, like, bro, I'm destroying my point, and you're like, your I, point. I flip through these things, and and like, like I, I look at it because I see them all the time on like freaking like Facebook. They got these ads for you know this system has 600 games, and then you go into it, and usually they're like 200 dollars or something crazy. But no, he, I mean, he, he, this is going to be one of those things like what Matt was talking about. It's going to be the same, maybe 50 games over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's going to be like Super Mario 6. And it's just going to be Super Mario Brothers 1, but you start in World 6. And then there's Super Mario 7 where Mario is wearing yellow spandex. Yeah. It's he, he's in Wolverine cosplay. Yeah, they're going to have like dumb stuff like that. I can't wait, actually, because I want to see what they, what crap they throw into this thing. It's going to be, if anything, I'm going to laugh at least once. Well, here's the thing is that, I mean, if I could just get some sort of plastic mold injection system, I could do this too. And you? I could probably make a whole bunch of money. But here's I mean... What you, here's what you do. You, you can make, and you can call them premium because they will be. You go and you do it with a bunch of these... Um, bunch of these raspberry pies you have to set one up and then you just copy that image from memory card to memory card to memory card and you can mass produce them and you say that it's a premium system because a raspberry pi is going to be better than any of these console crap anyways because it actually is a machine you could do stuff with you charge like 80 bucks for it the raspberry pi would cost you like 30 uh you're not paying anything for the for any of the programs it's just your time and like i said once you have one set up you just copy it over yeah. and, and don't forget you, guys, game, you only need like two gigabyte memory cards they don't even sell those anymore i think yeah, it was like and, a, the smallest memory card you could buy uh, and don't forget that you just have to slap on a really pretty front end to it as well too yeah but like i said you once you get one system set it's just you're just cloning it over and over exactly. and over again yeah i know and once you get a system going but the thing is like there's some guy in china who'll do the same thing and he'll do it for a fraction of the price so why why, why even bother yeah, exactly. So I just don't understand the, the, the concept of buying these little devices. I, I just saw it, and it was just like an impulse buy. And I'm like, for 16 bucks, yeah. Uh, yeah, why not? And like, like I said, my train of thought is, like, if I buy this and I don't like it, I can find somebody who I can give this to, and they'll get some use out of it. But I mean, I'm just going to jump in and, and, and throw it at Matt. Would you buy one of these ever? Well, maybe if it really like had like all kinds of stuff, but my, my, me personally, because I I have like computers and stuff, probably not. Because yeah, I get have... I get computers too. I'm talking well, into no, an AMD system right now. I mean, no, no, I mean, I mean, if they had it, so it like boots up instantly, and 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 you can just go straight into every game. It might be worth sixteen bucks, maybe. You know. Well, they got one of those going for five hundred. It's called the Xbox. Yeah, well, I'm talking about ones that that like um, have like lots of systems already, you know, and and it's like boom instantly. It's like they're not like not emulated well games in this big list, you know. This has been a year of very of decisions that are normally pretty hard have been pretty easy for me. On some decisions, some decisions that are usually pretty easy have been pretty hard. So it's been a weird year. One of those was who am I going to vote for, and then now am I going to get the new Xbox? And the answer is absolutely yes. I'm going to get the Series X. I'm not going to buy it now. 
because uh, number one, you can't find them, and number two, I don't want to wait till they're on sale. And it looks like the PS5 is going to do a little bit better because it's PlayStation and they have all that. Um, they have that PlayStation cloud behind them. Uh, even though the thing looks disgusting, I think it's the ugliest system. Uh, but the, the new Xbox, it's fully back. It's compatible with anything the Xbox One works with. Works with the new Xbox. So literally, you buy it. You don't have to buy any new games. You just take your old system out, put your new system in, install about, your stuff, and you're good to go. What about the 360 and the the OG Xbox? Do those still work? What he's talking about, yeah. Anything that works on the Xbox One works on the Xbox Series X and the Series S. See, you got to understand that I stopped with the original Xbox, so I don't even know what works on the Xbox 360. The Xbox, so, 3, the Xbox 360 was backwards compatible with like a hundred or two, no, like a couple hundred. I forget how many exactly, but a, a couple lot, hundred yeah. uh, original Xbox titles. And then the Xbox One X is backwards compatible with 500 360 and original Xbox titles. It's 500 total, I think. But they're all like the, they're all the bigger titles. They're all the ones that like you most people would want to look for, anyways. I'm sure. I mean, Mike, you'd probably have some game on that uh, that's not on the list that's backwards compatible that you're gonna that you can do a whole oh. rant about. But <laughs> well, I probably have half my collection on Xbox would would probably be uncompatible with it. I'm sure. I can, yeah, I can but, it, but they, they can only do so much because it has to do with um, well, it should be easier for them to, to to emulate regular Xbox, but the Xbox 360 is like they use a whole different chip. It's an ARM processor, where the other ones are um, are um, Intel actually, the or, or, uh, I think, they're a 386. I think 360 uses um, a power PC, IBM stuff. Yeah, the 360 uses a power PC, which is an ARM processor, right? I might be wrong on that. Oh, I don't think power ARM PC. has anything to do with PowerPC. It's IBM. Oh, oh, okay. It's IBM. Okay. So it's a power, they use a PowerPC processor, which used to, used to be what they use in the Macintoshes um, mm -hmm. before Intel took those over. And then mm -hmm. uh, the current system uses uh, basically the current AMD desktop processors, pretty much. They're, they're variants of it. And uh, the original Xbox used a Pentium 3. And since they're all in the same line, Backwards compatibility between original Xbox and Xbox One should be a hundred percent, and the reason it's not is just because they don't want it to be. Is my guess on it? Of course, somebody will be like, "No, you don't know shit about computers," but which they're probably right. <laughs> I'm only certified in it. What the hell do I know? Uh, yeah, uh, but I might be wrong on it because uh, I don't know everything. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that it should be a hundred percent. The only reason it is is because they just don't want to make it a hundred percent. It's funny, and it's funny that you were mentioning, you know, PowerPC Max. I'm actually hooking up one right now to use as a DVD player. A PowerPC Mac? Yeah. I remember I had one of those in high school, and I got a copy of Windows 98, and our computer teacher, um, we were all convinced was gay, uh, was, like, also a super, super, super geek. I don't think, I don't know if you, I, I actually, I have met his wife, he's not gay, but uh, he... <laughs> He was a super geek, and he found out I had a copy of Windows 98, and he's like, oh, we can do this thing called boot camp on the systems? If we did boot camp on the systems, can you think you could put Windows 8, 98 on one of the systems so I could play with it? I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I think, um, think uh, you can only do boot camp with Intel? They had boot camp on it. We were, they, they had a, uh, what they called the Mac side and the Windows side. Yeah, yeah, they had an Intel one. Yeah, then they had a, then it was an Intel one, but they, it was uh, no, this was back in the nineties. 
Until then, it starts. Oh, and you're talking. Oh, you're talking about virtual PC. Yeah. No. Was it called virtual? I don't know. Virtual Windows, PC was Windows an app for. I know that. I installed. It had Windows ninety five. It came with Windows ninety five, and then upgraded to Windows ninety eight. And yeah, it, was, it was virtual. The little guy was all happy about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So today. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Today we have. Topic is top five favorite characters. All the time we text each other and you don't remind me that we actually have a top five we're supposed to be doing this week. Dude, I told you that like we talked about the last week. Do yeah, you no, not I've have a top like, five list? We messaged each other like six times this week. You don't That's remind me for never wanting to talk to me. Never wanted to talk, dude. You called me at work. We talked for like half an hour about the Bible. Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> oh, when I'm ministering to you, it's different. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was the one that was correcting you. <laughs> no, dude, you, you never, and, and, and let's point out who called who. You never you called, called me. me. I you called you call me ever. You know what? I called you just a minute ago. You sent me straight to voicemail. Because I'm getting in my car. It's either I can talk to you on the phone or I can drive home and talk to you on the computer. Look, my mom told me you were bad news, but <laughs> no, I thought, hey, let's give him a chance. He's got a, he's a good guy down in his heart. I guess I should have listened to my mom. <laughs> okay. All right. Your mom, my mom might've been on this up in there. Oh, moms always know me. <laughs> Do you know your top five favorite characters? Top five favorite characters in all Just of the... Just say yes or no, man. Don't go down the list. Just say yes or no. Do you have a list? No. Oh, jeez. I don't even I'm remember like... this being a topic. Yeah. All right. So so now we got to change the topic. Oh, I'm making a list now. He's not ready either. <laughs> oh, well, no, I mean, while you guys have been just, just <laughs> shooting the, the shizzle, uh, I've been uh, trying to write stuff down. How, how about this? We'll, we'll just do it, and then when you get to my turn, I'll just be like, oh, Mike, you already used my number five. And, oh, Matt, you already used my number four. <laughs> you, dude, you can just throw out any random character names and probably come up in your okay, head. Okay, so, uh, so, so, Mike, is this top five video game characters? or yes. is this, Okay. So this is video game characters. Top yes, five. So it shouldn't be very game. hard for you. Okay. I'll even give you a bit of extra time here. I hope you're like starting to think right now while I'm saying this. Because, I mean, it's it, for Matt, I'm sure it's like an easy list because he's like, number one, Gradius ship. Number two, <laughs> Gradius <laughs> missile. Dude, you like never let that go. Number three, Gradius double laser. So no, okay. So so I'm gonna make top five worst games of all time, and somebody lists one of the best shooters ever made, and this mic cannot let it go. You know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna say this, okay? Because this will buy you guys some time when I'm gonna say this. Um, so recently, <laughs> you guys know that I've been uh, hooking up. You probably don't know Ben, but I know Matt knows. Is that I've been getting my Saturn ready uh, for either putting the mode card in it. Or putting the satisfactor in it, or whatever it's called, and I think I'm leaning more towards the other because it doesn't. I don't have to take out my optical drive for it. But for the longest time, 
the Sega Saturn has been the crappiest current system that I have hooked up. Crappiest should, current system? Yes. That I have. Like, that you up. currently have hooked up, or are you counting yes. it as a current day generation? No, that I currently have hooked up. <laughs> like Mike's so old school, he thinks Saturns are new. Right. No. So, what I realized though, as I started really going through the library of Saturn, I realized what makes a game system really good usually is when it does a genre well. Um, for instance, my favorite game system is Super NES. Super NES is really well known for being one of the big birthplaces of the 16-bit RPG. It did a lot of those games awesome. Then I look at my second favorite system, which is the Dreamcast, and the Dreamcast was really a one-on-one -on -one fighter's like dream machine. It played it like it, a dream. It, it yes, no, it 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 had other games to it, yes, but it has some. When I look at like when I think of the the library for for the Dreamcast, a lot of things come out like Marvel vs. Capcom two, uh, Street Fighter Alpha three, Plasma Sword, Soul Calibur, like all these great one on one fighters. Um, it it really did that good. Saturn, I didn't think really had that many good games until I realized something. Um, and I bring up, and it's this, this popped in my head because we mentioned Gradius. There's, mentioned two, there's two types of real shooters. There's the side-scrolling shooter, and then there's a top-down shooter. Yes. I, I will admit, they're, both played, shooters, but. they're both played differently. Because and and for this, I really, I, I I would say, out of the majority, out of all the, the side scrolling shooters, for every one that I like, there's a handful that I don't. But the top scrolling shooters, for every one that I don't like, there's a handful that I do. And I think I realized why that is, is because of the way that I focus when I play those games, because with side-scrolling shooters, I feel like you have to focus on where the enemies are and not where your ship is. And you just have to intuitively know where your ship is. But a top-down shooter, it's the opposite. You have to focus on where your ship is and intuitively know where the enemies are in order to really do good in those games. It's kind of weird. It's like, when, it's like driving. Uh, like we're playing like a driving game, or even just driving in general. Yeah. Do you look right in front of the car? No, of course, the whole time. Yeah, whole time. You look, you look as far ahead as you can because mm -hmm. you want to see what's coming up, and that's how it is with like a, with the with the the space shooter games, mm -hmm. going side by side or um, top down. Is you got to kind of see where your ship's going to go, playing ahead where you're going to go with it, and at the same time worry about enemies. Yeah, you know. Uh, and when you when you're playing like Gradius, which is one of the greatest games ever in the history of man, and anybody who likes it is just got something mentally wrong with them, probably voted Democrat. Uh, they, you know, when you have a game like that, you know, it's. <laughs> I don't even have a point. I just wanted to say all that. No, but but the, what I'm trying to get at here is, it took me until now for me to realize what the Saturn really did well. 
and the Saturn really did top down shooters really well. There's a ton of them, is, but is you have to get the Japan library to get to that. But there's a ton of them. Is it better than a TurboGrafx 16? Yes. Because the TurboGrafx 16, it's bread and butter with shooters. That's all it was really like. It was like the shooter system. That and yeah, a decent but copy. It was, like, it was like expired butter and the bread had been the, the toaster for like three cycles. It was crap, man. TurboGrafx was, uh, that was a system that like, when I remember when it first came out, it had so much potential. And I'm like, I didn't know how business worked back then. I didn't know Nintendo was like, had so much power that they could stop stuff from happening. Mm-hmm. But literally, I think Nintendo is what stopped Turbo Graphics. Like Sega came in and they already had a foothold, kind of. But Turbo Graphics didn't have shit. And all of a sudden, like, hey, we're gonna do a new system. And Nintendo's like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Of course, after like one, after they knew that Turbo Graphics wasn't gonna make it, they were like, okay, we'll let you do some Nintendo games on it, only because we, we don't want Genesis to win. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was all over after five. It only took five words, and it was all over. And that was Nintendo. It's for breakfast now. That did it again. <laughs> that's that's when you know they've they've gone all the way. Of course, nobody took it worse than the Saturn did because all it took was three numbers. Two ninety nine. Yeah. Two ninety nine. Greatest speeches ever. Two ninety nine. That's all he said. He got up, he said that, and literally that killed the Sega Saturn. Yeah. Well, that and Sony, or that and Sega just made a bunch of stupid moves. Yeah. Like, I'm at the phone call in, and I'm talking to the guy at the phone call in, and, you know, I can tell that he's barely putting up with me because he's getting paid to be there. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm still talking his ear off. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're interested in the Saturn? You know, you can get one today. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. And he's like, no, 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 we have them. We have them in the back. And I'm like, that's, that's when I found out they did, like, that thing where they just announced it. It's like, it's available today. Mm-hmm. And all these retailers were pissed off at them. And I was like, you, oh, Sega, you have to give people heads up. If you want to make it a surprise, you tell them all and you tell them, don't tell anybody. <laughs> you know, when you said you're like, Sega, Sega. Sega. It's, just, it's, it's sort of like it's sort of like the the, the thing that comes up on the screen, but Sega. Kind of like running like uh, but kind of like messed up, running out of juice. Sega. Sega. That's what happens when you're you're playing your Nomad and your batteries start dying. I didn't want to hear. All of a sudden, I want to hear Bernie. <laughs> Sega. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here I'm gonna I'm gonna waste a little bit more time for you guys. Um, how's your list going? I can start if you I can start if you want. I got a number five. Oh well, that's what I was gonna do. Is we're gonna go around and we'll do it alphabetical. So you will be first. But I'm gonna do something right now. Um, and this is gonna be I'm gonna I, I got some honorable mentions. And the reason why is because when Matt hears some of these honorable mentions, Matt's gonna be like. Hmm, I expected some of these on your list. So I'm just going to throw out some honorable mentions just to get us started. Um, a few of them. Henry from Castlevania's uh, Legacy of Darkness for being a, probably the smartest person and saying, you know, it's probably a good idea to bring a gun to this rather than just a whip or a sword. Solid Snake, even though his ga- the game started sucking, 
I'm sorry, every man wants to be like Solid Snake. Let's just be honest. He's hardcore. Everybody wants to suck like Solid Snake. I'm yes. Sorry. I'm only hearing bits and pieces. Hey, how uh, do you know how well he sucks? Yeah, Mike. How would you know? Uh, hey, you I'm telling you. <laughs> who, who do you think? What do you think I have in the cardboard box in the corner? Okay. Yes. All um, right. Princess Peach. Princess uh, Peach. Vorador from Legacy of Kane series. Duke Togo, Golgo 13, which I can use because he does have video games. Um, Kane from Legacy of Kane series. And two of them that actually are so awesome. I did a, a, a meme of them pointing guns at each other, saying basically God versus God. That would be Laura Parton from D2 and Aya Brea from Parasite Eve. Okay. Those would be my honorable mentions. Okay. All right. Wow, you really put a lot of work into this, Mike. I'm really... I really did. I take things seriously. Oh, I, I wish we all did, but we don't. Uh, this to me, this is a job that I just I don't get paid anything for, which kind of sucks. Then it's volunteer work. It, it's volunteer. Yes, exactly. I'm making a difference somehow, somewhere. Somehow, somewhere. With yeah. Some, probably just myself, but you know what? It's a difference. And the diff. You know what? Charity starts at home. Yes, and, and knowing is half the battle. Yeah. The G.I. Joe. Okay. All right, so what we'll do is we'll start with the top fives and just kind of go around alphabetically. So that would put Ben first. Okay. So in this list that I spent so much time working on, and it's the most definitive list I've ever made in the history of man, um, basically none of this really matters. And like, <laughs> the points don't matter anyways. Uh, I'm going to say number five, Claire Redfield from the Resident oh. Evil series. Bad answer. Bad answer. Why is that a bad answer? Oh, no. I just, you know, for some reason. I, the only reason I played Code Veronica is just because it was another game with Claire in it. I, I think I think the problem with, with, with Claire is that she gets the bow gun. That's it right there. I favor Leon a lot more because he gets a shotgun rather than the bow gun. Yeah, but like when you're looking for like a video game character that if they were a real life person, you would be attracted to Claire. Redfield. Okay, if that's that's what it is. That's literally like why she's at number five because like I'm like I'm trying to I'm picking names out of a hat here and uh, I'm like well you know number five I really just because if she was a real person I'd be attracted to her. Okay, that works I guess. <laughs> I don't really want to know what you did when you played that game. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, you know, when when you're when you're building all this, when you build a list out of uh, straw, this is what you get. It's. <laughs> I can imagine walking in, you just got that like glazed, drain look on your face. I'm like, you've been playing Resident Evil too. <laughs> As she was playing Code Veronica, the graphics. <laughs> I was playing Code Veronica, but then the buttons kept sticking. Wait a minute, didn't they re-release uh, Resident Evil 2? Uh, they've re-released it a lot. Yeah, so, and, and it's still, Claire is still the star in that, but did they redesign her? I think they redesigned her. Uh, I think so. Because I like her with the ponytail and the red coat. And, you know. 
And the and the whips and the handcuffs. Yeah, the whips and the handcuffs. You gotta have that. <laughs> All right, Matt, you're number five. Okay, let's see. Uh, now I was gonna ask you. Uh, you know, I don't have very good memory, so this is gonna be a really fun list. So, um, uh, okay, was this character really that interesting, or was it just uh, other circumstances around him? Uh, um, the guy from Silent Hill Two. I remember his name. It wasn't Harry, was it? it was James. Harry. James. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? I don't know, but uh, James Norwood. I don't know. It was. It was like okay. Here was the thing. Uh, it, it probably varied in the different endings, but he was messed up in the head or something, and and was this like like his wife? Well, he thought he was he was you know uh, seeing his wife or something. He yeah he evidently I think he beat his wife or killed his wife, and that's what he was kind of like reliving. Isn't it amazing how wholesome video games have become? But here, let's be honest, Matt. Let's be honest. The reason why you picked that guy. Near 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 near. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> so you can fill in the blanks here. So yeah, so so basically, Matt loved. To he to to take the stick weapon, and he would close up on the guy facing the guy and make him go like up and down and go near 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 like he's playing guitar. Like he's playing Johnny Be Good. And he spent hours doing this. What? How old was he when he was doing this? Uh, something. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Jeez, I would have. I would have. I would have accepted like you know as old as twelve for that answer. But okay. <laughs> and then and then you get the check out, check out. Near, 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 near. I'm like, all right. your number, number five. five. My number five actually interesting because it comes from a game that I hate. Um, but. Okay. And it's it's not even because the character is interesting, but it's what I did with the character that makes them interesting. Sonya Blade? Huh? Was it Sonya Blade? No. Were you stroking it to Sonya? No, I wasn't. Okay. I was stroking it to Kano. Get it right. Oh. Uh, my, my number five is Setzer from Final Fantasy VI. And the reason why is because... Um, well, first off, he's kind of a cheesy he's a gambler character ooh, that has the airship. Who cares? But three items made him awesome. The fixed dice, which attacks kind of randomly, but like it seems like 90% of the time, it's going to deal 9999 damage. Um, the offering, which will let you attack everybody four times. So basically each turn, I'm attacking four times. And getting basically nine 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 on every enemy at once, and then the black belt, which lets him attack counterattack. So basically, he attacks. He does four attacks of nine 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 on anything on everything. Then anything that attacks him, he's going to step out before attacks of nine 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 on everything. So he basically breaks the game that way. Oh, so you like him because he ruins it for everybody else? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> As you know, if, he's, if it's a one-player game and he's your game and your your guy, I mean, it does ruin it for people who like a challenge. Yeah, 
I mean, you could literally just say, you know what? I don't need any of my party, just this guy, and take him against the final boss, just him. Mm. And you could, you're just sitting there going nine, 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 just back to back. It's crazy. But what makes us good is, is I had a, another friend who uh, he put like some items on, say, kind of the same, the, the offering on another character. It's like, oh, look at this guy. He's doing eight attacks for, you know, 3,000 damage each. I'm like, well, dude, nine, 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 four times. You're attacking me, does it right back to you. And and that guy's like, well, no, this one's better. And it's like, I really wish you could do a competition in this. You know what we should do? We should do another episode about um, character deaths, like in Ooh. either TV or video games, where not only did the character die, but like mm-hmm. it hit you. Like when they died, you were like, what the? It's true. That's a good idea. Because there's been a couple, like at least in TV shows, where like someone died, and I'm like, what the? F- oh no. And it was like my favorite character too. And I was like, no. Well, my favorite character always dies. <laughs> dies quick. Like, oh yeah. Because I was just thinking about like um, what I what to do for number four. Because like you know, like I said, I'm like kind of just kind of putting this little together on the fly. Uh, and I'm like, well, I was gonna do somebody else, but I'm thinking I'm gonna say I don't remember her name though. But do you remember the from Final Fantasy X? Which remember Final Fantasy X, the, the first one that was a talkie? Yeah. Remember the the girl who was like the princess in that one? Yuna? Yeah, Yuna. Yeah. Oh, dude, that girl. That, she's like has this she's she's lived her you when you when you go to uh in churches, you run into this a lot. These girls who are very sheltered mm. and when they start hearing stuff about the world their eyes light up and they're all interested in wanting to hear about the world. Mm-hmm. And that is Yuna from Final Fantasy X. So is that your number four? I would or... say that's my number four because I I actually got really upset because I got to the point in the game where they took her away. She got, like, kidnapped. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and it also made me, because she was my white mage, so she was she had all the healing magic. And I'm like, oh, shit. They took you. I love Yuna. Well, I gotta, now I gotta go the whole game and try to get her back? <laughs> <laughs> so like my whole mate, I actually was like feeling motivated in the game to get Yuna back I'm like well I gotta go through this because I gotta get Yuna back mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was also your was she, the, she, she was a summoner also too a what? she was also the summoner too yeah she was, she, she was your summoner she was your white mage yeah so she did all the healing yeah that was, that was the thing all my battles became insanely hard because all of a sudden I couldn't summon anybody mm-hmm. my you just grind more is a problem what's that? You just need to grind more at that point. I didn't, I, and I ended up doing it, and I got her back, and then I made it to the next to last battle in the game, mm-hmm. and then I sold my PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I got close enough to the end of the game where if I never play it again, I'll be happy. I mean, I do. I would like to beat Final Fantasy X, but if I don't, I don't. I'll just send you my save game for PlayStation 2 if you can, because I've like sent everybody down every single path, and uh, I got basically all the ultimate weapons. If you can't beat the game with my party, just you should probably never play video games again. Mm. <laughs> it, it's it's like the anti gradius I mean, yeah. you, you can't lose. So, 
But you know, I got I don't I never really liked Yuna, but um, because I actually like Lulu. Lulu's cool too, though. I mean, like th- that was one. Of the, that's why I really enjoyed that game. Is they get the characters are actually really flushed yeah. out, cool characters. But it, there's something annoying. Is Yak? What was that one guy who was like the? He was like from the 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 island in the beginning of the game. Waka. Waka. As annoying as he could be sometimes, even he yeah. was cool. It was like these are all people. Like if literally if I was going to save the world, I'd probably want these people on my team. Yeah. You know, they're not a bad team to have. And, and, and the good news is what you could do, because I remember way back in the day um, looking up something about Lulu, and all of a sudden I found Lulu cosplay. <laughs> and, I've seen and that. And hold on. It wasn't just cosplay. Was it porn? It turned out to be porn, yeah. Yeah, so, I knew it was going to go to porn. I yeah, so, so, so Lulu had the dress with the buckles that you kind of <laughs> see through. And then you realize, hmm, Lulu's just wearing that dress. Oh, now Lulu is getting countered by, like, Waka. Oh, wait, I don't remember that they scene. They had a guy play Waka? <laughs> Where Waka was railing Lulu. Oh, that must be in the international version. Oh, man. Was he saying Waka, Waka? Oh, no, that would be funny. <laughs> Waka, Waka, Waka. Yeah. If you think four. about it, if you think about it, so you're okay. getting a porn, you're getting a porn actor. So this is some, this is a guy who I don't know what his story is, but let's just say like he probably doesn't know much about video games, and they're telling him, okay, we want you to play a character named Waka. Maybe he knows what the Muppets are, <laughs> so he might think that he has to go Waka Waka Waka. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's Waka, Waka. Matt, number four, please. Save us. Okay, uh, so um, you mentioned Solid Snake. Um, uh, I'm thinking um, more interesting characters, and that would probably be like Psycho Mantis or or Liquid Snake. Okay, so which one are you going with number four? I don't know. First one that came to my mind was Liquid Snake is kind of interesting. Liquid Snake the English Rocker. Yeah, you're, 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 you're... What your your uh, snobby English clone brother that also disguises as some other person? Yeah, Dude, there's a uh, I don't know if you ever saw this, but there's a, a video of the the voice actor do it for Solid Sake doing yes. like a Taco Bell. Yes, you sent that to me. It was, it was hilarious. Okay. Did, did, then, uh, didn't they replace him with uh, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, the voice actor for Solid Snake? I don't think so, but uh, but uh, oh no no I'm I'm sorry I'm confusing him I might be confusing him with uh with Splinter Cell. Yeah, that sounds more like it because I, I think I think uh, that guy David Hayter is pretty pretty iconic with that role. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty much got it he, he, with all the Metal Gears. They're gonna have to raise him from the dead for Metal Gear Twenty Five, but they'll, they'll do have it. Like a computer that can do his voice. Yeah, pretty much. Aperture Science will figure it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four for me would be from uh, Castlevania Legacy of Darkness. One of the characters that Iga wrote out of the whole series. Carrie Fernandez. Carrie Fernandez? It sounds like a, it's like he's the pitcher for the New York Mets. Carrie Fernandez. I showed you Carrie Fernandez. Do you remember... 
the little like 10 year old girl that has the orb that she could attack with that you could just run and fire it and it will spin right behind you and lock on whoever's chasing you and boom, they're dead. I don't remember that, but I still, it just sounds like the name of a baseball player. Like, and now batting center fielder, Kerry Fernandez. Fernandez. <laughs> center fielder. <laughs> yes, exactly. And also, she had that really good slide where she just threw herself forward and just slid face first in the dirt. <laughs> but sadly, she was written out of it because Aiga is a moron. Just like Kojima is a moron. Kojima, the creator of Metal Gear? Yes. One of the uh, applauded as one of the greatest video game creators of all time, besides maybe yeah. Shigeru Miyamoto. You you heard it here. He is a moron. What do you think about Shigeru Miyamoto? I just want to say Miyamoto again. <laughs> do you like Shigeru Miyamoto? <laughs> he, he does. He, at least he does games. No, he does a good job, but at least he does games, unlike Kojima. It's Kojima like, does stories. We we talked said, about this before, but wasn't there like a cutscene in one of the Metal Gear Solids that literally was like two hours long? I don't know. I, I remember I, there was I one, I, there was one that was so long that you had to make sure that you kept hitting the button on your controller so that your system didn't go to sleep in the middle of it. <laughs> that's how long it was. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. Imagine, like, I, you, you get the, you're at the end, almost at the end of the super duper long, boring ass <laughs> cutscene, <laughs> and right before you're about to make it to the end, your system goes to sleep. You know, that's the thing is that the way that I can gauge whether I'm going to like a Metal Gear or not is I look and say, well, how much did Kojima actually contribute to the creation of this game? And the less there is, the better it's going to be. There's, there's, there's people who would literally fight you in an alley for this. I don't give a shit. Oh, I never liked Metal Gear to begin with. But uh, there's people, you know, who swear by this guy. Like, I played Metal Gear Solid the first one, and I played it for a couple minutes, and I was like, I could see the appeal. I also played, like, that first one, the, the, the first part of 5. Remember how 5 came in two parts? Because let's get as much money as we can. Exactly. Um, so I, at the first one, I got it for, like, mad cheap. I think I got it for, like, 50 cents or something. So I bought it, and I'm trying to play it, and I'm like, I'm fucking lost. And to mm -hmm. me, that is a bad video game. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's well, Solid Snake. He's a pro, and he should know what to do. Well, motherfucker, I ain't Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, would say, I, don't, I don't know if Kojima is a moron. At least I don't think he should be doing games. So... I, 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 I have no opinion on it either way because it's a series that I, I know is beloved by many and I am not one of the many. I don't uh, care. If yeah. they stop making Metal Gear Solid games tomorrow, I'd be like, cool, that will stop PlayStation from all of a sudden taking over the market again. I think they should have stopped making Metal Gear Solid games on, after, on PlayStation, basically. The very first PlayStation. Everybody should just buy the new Xbox and just forget PlayStation. <laughs> They go, but they have uh, the that exclusive title. Like, yeah, they have those exclusives, but you know what? If nobody buys a damn thing, they won't be exclusive for much longer. All right, Ben, you're on number three. 
Number three. Okay, so we're going to do number three. We're going to pick everybody's a favorite little brother, Luigi. 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 Luigi is great. Luigi oh, is great. He's my favorite character in Mario 2. I always I could beat it with with Luigi. Luigi's just this he's just lovable and he's always forgotten and like Mario's such an asshole to him. It's mm-hmm. if you don't believe me, watch the game theory episode about like if Mario is like a I forget what they said like is Mario mad or crazy or something. And it just shows him like treating Luigi like you know, like he's a psych- he treats him like he's a psychopath. Like he does not care if Luigi is hurt or anything. He has no feelings, no empathy towards his brother. I um I'm gonna spoil something a little bit on my list is I'm not gonna have any more characters from Super Mario, but you could probably tell who my favorite character was in Super Mario Two based on my honorable mentions. Yeah, well everybody likes the princess because oh she could float, but like Luigi jumps really high. Yeah, I didn't, that's the thing. I'll give him that. But until you get to Super Smash Brothers, my buddy and I, one of my old buddies and I, we would play as I'd be Princess Peach, he'd be Princess Zelda. No one would ever knock us off. Princess Zelda, that, that's a character who like never really gets a lot of game time unless you have a shitty uh, CD system. And it slams the CDI. Uh, <laughs> unless you have one of those, you've never played a game where Zelda was the main character. And it's well, a shame. What about Super Smash Brothers? You can make her the main character. Oh, yeah. But Super Smash Brothers doesn't count as like, I'm talking about like adventure games. Yeah. I know there's an adventure mode in it, but that doesn't count. It's a fighting game. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm hot. Yeah, you are. Matt, number three. Talking to me? Who else is Uh, talking to Matt? Yeah. No, I I didn't hear you. My phone was kind of like low. Okay. So uh, we're talking to our listener named Matt. We can hear you, Matt. um, Yeah. I don't expect you can name your. Even, even if you had listeners... Oh, dude, uh, drop it and just move on, please. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Let me look at my list. <laughs> okay. Every, so no, you, okay, here. You're, you're mentioning that, you know, you know the girl that dies in your story, like they do that in Eco. Uh, you played Eco, right? You're talking about Mike. Well, I'm talking, talking to you. I thought Mike, you yeah. might... Mike probably... You probably didn't play Eco, right, Mike? I never played Eco. Mike, did you? you just I, I thought like... played for like a couple minutes. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Um, some. Uh, well, yeah, they, they they do that thing where you know you're you're trying to you know save this girl throughout this whole thing, and when you when you um, you know stop the save points, uh, she like snuggles up to you and just goes to sleep. She's an older girl, so you're like, hell yeah, dude! I got this older girl. Then you know you're like a kid that can jump like a weirdo, and um, and you've got a horn, so um, you know. But you didn't have a horn after she snuggled. Uh oh. And uh, and yeah, so so in the story, you know, you're you're saving her, but then you know you can't save her, and she dies, and Mm. and that's the other kind of thing they pull with you, and then I fell for it again the same time. Which is even worse because you care for more in the next game, uh, Shadow of the Colossus. It's your horse. And you're like, not the horse! I will kill you now. So is your favorite character the girl that dies? Here? Um, I don't know. I'm going to go mainly a little bit more for the horse. No, it's with, it's with the girl. Okay. 
Yeah, see, remember this, kids. Play Eco. Don't play Gradius. I've always been curious about playing Eco, but I just never did it. Now, Eco, is that the one that got, like, re-released on the PlayStation 4, and I was like, they used that as, what, like, almost a tech demo for the PS4? No, I think you're thinking of uh, Shadow of the Colossus. That's the one with the horse. Oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. Which is another game that I actually have that I want to play, but I never really have. You ought to check it out. You may not like it, but you might want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, there's like a gigantic list of games that I, I need to check out, and some of them I've already paid four years ago, and they've been sitting yeah. count not being touched. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, right. I, okay. I just want to do – I know, Mike, you're next, but I just want to throw in an honorable mention. I want to say um, the dog from Fable 2. <laughs> and when he dies, it's so sad. I cried. Well, actually, I didn't cry. I did get upset, though. I was really upset. I'm like, no, my dog. My dog? You killed my dog? Motherfucker, you killed my dog? <laughs> you just don't kill someone's dog. <laughs> All right, number you three. You kill me a hundred times. Yeah, you can kill, kill me a hundred times. times. You just don't kill, kill the dog. dog. <laughs> All right. You guys ready, number three? Yeah, number mm -hmm. three. Number three from Castlevania, Nocturne of the Moonlight. Don't get it confused with Symphony of the Night version or Rondo Blood version. Maria Renard. Okay. I'm waiting for you to say, you know, something like third base, Maria Renard. Renard. No. Maria sounds like a girl's name where Curie can be a boy or a girl. And why Maria Renard is by far the best. Castlevania character ever. Who's the one that you play in the Sega Saturn version of the game? Of one of the of, of I think Symphony of the Night. That would be Maria Renard. That's the one where you could beat the living shit out of the whole game with her because you so it's so easy. I wouldn't say it's so easy, but I would say as long as you can do the, her invincibility spell, then yeah, it's so easy. It's. Yeah. You have to do to do it. You got to do a full circle, then hold up for five seconds, then down and attack. Um, if you do it, you just run through things and they die as you're running. And the, the the cool thing about it is the whole time your magic meter is building its way back up to where it was. Hmm. So you can just you literally just cast that, run through the area, cast it again, run through that area. Wait for it to build up a little more. Cast it again. And even on bosses, you cast it and stand on the boss, and they're just like, boom, 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 boom. Just points going up, getting hit. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Now, they dumbed her down when they re-released Symphony of the Night to be like how she played in Rondo Blood, which was different. She threw little uh, birds at people, little doves at people. But in the Saturn version, she's got her main attacks like a fireball shot. And then she's got all these different spells. Like she can seriously, if you get a chance, go on like YouTube and check out someone playing her. She can like bring out this freaking, I don't know, ice flaming dragon, and you can choose where it goes all over the screen, and that hits stuff like crazy. She's just got some awesome spells. Mm. You know, who's got some awesome spells. Is the white? The, the, remember in Final Fantasy for Nintendo? Mm -hmm. And they had the white mage, and then when they turned into the white wizard, mm -hmm. I remember when they, like all my guys got upgraded. They looked so cool afterward. 
All right, so number two? Number two. Number two. Number two. All right, of my completely uh, not made up on spot list here. Um, I wanted to pick somebody from a fighting game. And at first I was going to say Sub-Zero, but he's not really much of a character. So we'll go with somebody with a very similar set list and pick Ken from uh, Street Fighter 2. All, all the moves are like done the same way. It's... Ken, that is like Barrett approved. That's Barrett, Barrett is a big Ken player. I use Ken all the time. I used to use Ryu until I found out there's actually a glitch in Ryu's character where he'll stay, um, he'll stay dizzy longer than ken will but other than that they're both the same character so i started using ken and i'm like okay there's a check out on youtube there's a there's an evolution of ken video that goes over all the way from street fighter one to where he is now and how the character has evolved to make him different than ryu yeah because originally he was just like player two yeah he was just player two and then he yeah and like just like how luigi was player two do you see a pattern here i was like the underdog uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think Ken's got more of appeal overall than Ryu does. Mm. So yeah, well, Ken, number one, Ken's American, and we yeah. live in the greatest country of all time. Our president says it over and over again, and God bless our president. I hope he stays in the White House forever and ever and ever. I'm only doing this. Right. To, no, doing no, this because, to do no politics. I'm annoying people. I'm just being funny. I know we can't stay there forever. Well. <laughs> podcast host says the president's never going to leave White House. How did I get on the New York Times? <laughs> but yeah, Ken. I, I, I just yeah, Ken's a good character. He's been around since Street Fighter One. He's the only one of the one of the few that I think he's been in every single actually, yeah, one of the two that have been in every single one of the Street Fighter games, right? Yeah, he's been in every single one. He never missed one? Okay. I know some characters I'll miss one here and there. Oh yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he's missing any of them. Even like not the even, spin-offs, like not even Street Fighter Fighters. three when they do Street Fighter Three the new class. Street Fighter Three the new class. <laughs> Street Fighter for the college years. <laughs> the college years. <laughs> Ryu, he's living you know, that's when he got that him and Ryu, they were all living in college together with Screech. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna get suddenly <laughs> blunt drunk tonight. I'm gonna hit that. <laughs> All right, Matt, number Ken, two. Ken, Ken, like Ken walks in the room and Ryu's like, ah, oh, hey there, puppy. <laughs> okay, my number two character mm-hmm. is, well, I got I a couple in particular, but pretty much every character in Conquer's Bad Fur Day, except for Conquer maybe, but uh, you guys have both played that, right? I love Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I yeah, think, like, I think if, if, if if we were going to ever do a show where we had to pick, like, sit there as, like, a committee and pick, like, the greatest N64 game, I oh, think yes. a fist fight might break out if someone disagreed with Conquer. <laughs> I disagree. No, I, I don't know. I, I tried to play I'm it. I'm talking about technology-wise and how much that game had. Yeah. It's on a I, cartridge. I will give it that. All this audio that's on there. There's music. There's all this great animation. It is... Technically wise, and also how much fun it was in the story. If it's not the greatest N64 game, it is definitely one of the top ones. I will and give it, was, it everything it was, on all its technical stuff. The only thing is that it, it was too much platformer for me because I'm not a big platformer fan. Oh, so you're talking to a guy here who would love to be a professional Mario 35 player because, you know, you, you remember the other week where I'm, like, beating it while I'm talking to you guys. I'm not doing that this week. but 
And like, look, I just got number two, and I've been having a conversation this whole time. Yeah, especially like so, 3D platformers. I don't mind 2D platformers all that much, but 3D platformers, it's just too too wonky for me. Um, it just doesn't feel natural, like the jumping and everything just doesn't feel natural with a 3D platformer. So I just, I can't get into them. I tried cool, on Conquer. What, what Rare did but, here is, uh, so first they made Mario 64, and then Ocarina of Time came out, and then Rare took that engine, and they made Donkey Kong 64, and then they used that same engine again to make Conquer. Yeah, and it did game, four times. It didn't work for me. But the game was, was like the thing you would not expect to find on a Nintendo 64 kitty console, mostly kitty console. Oh, and, and, the, like, and, the, and the funny part is was when they re-released it on the original Xbox, the system that was made for 20-year-olds, they mm -hmm. censored the game. Yeah. Fun. The game well, was originally released on the Nintendo there? 64, which is for your 12-year-old brother, and that wasn't censored, but the version that's out for you on your console, that's censored. Yeah, that's why it's called the Xbox. Take it out. Yep. Okay. You had to get the special no, edition. There were just a couple of characters that really stood out in that game. Like, there's uh, the the bee guy that liked some some blonde girl with big tits, and uh, there was there was there was the money the money stacks. They were like, "Hey, hey, you want some money? You want some move on? You want some of this?" It's hilarious. Just kept taunting you behind the the bars. Come and get your money, or whatever they said. Mm. And then, like, remember, like, the, the talking piece of shit was this just like, oh, God, yes. shit. And yes, it sang. Yes. It had a musical. The shit That's had right. a musical. That's right, yeah. This is, this, how, how, is, how is this not one of the, considered one of the greatest games in the history of man? The shit had a musical. <laughs> yes, that was, yeah, it was the, 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 the little nuances. When I played it, it was like the craziest game I ever played. I'm like, yeah. talking shit, and it's a musical. Yes, it was, it was, it was, they put a lot of thought into it more than most games by far. Uh, that, around that time and that, that kind of, the, what it was and where it was on, you know, and all that. Yeah. All right. Number two for me. Number two. My number two is so awesome. He actually has his own theme song. Boogerman? Rising Zan. Rising Zan. Uh, wouldn't be an enemy that you could not take down with a gun. Yep. Rising Zan. The samurai gunman. If that doesn't say how awesome this guy is, it's just the whole cheese level of this whole game. Because you can tell it is just... They don't take it seriously. They don't take this character seriously. And that's what makes them so great. Sometimes that works for you when they don't take the character seriously. It's like you get to the beginning and you've got the bartender who is trying to kind of flee the, the town and protect himself. And he, is, and he looks at, at Zan he goes, he's like, you're Johnny. And Zan's all, no, I'm the super sexy hero, Zan. Next thing on the bartender, like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, they just don't take this guy at all seriously, and it makes the game just so much fun. See, like it, that, that if a game is good and they don't take themselves seriously, it can work. But then you have a game like Wayne's World, which broke the fourth wall, called <laughs> themselves the worst worst game ever made, but it doesn't work because 
It actually is the worst game ever. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a, the greatest game ever made, and they called themselves bad and treated themselves like they were a horrible game, it might actually be funny. See, well, Rising Xan would be an example of a B game. You know, like you have you have the B movies. Mm-hmm. It would be a B game. It's not gonna be. You're not gonna play it and think, "Oh my god, this is the best game ever." It's not, but it's just still so fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I love games that are like that, where it's still like, I mean, this this is something that I'm like, I'm not gonna tell my kids about. You know, you should play this. Hey, Junior, come play this game with Dad. But you know, this is fun at least. You know, <laughs> Rising Zan has gotten so famous, though he's actually been on greeting cards. I've never heard of him up until right now. Well, no. See what you gotta understand is back way back in the day. I, I kind of every year I give I'd, I'd make Matt a greeting card for Christmas that would have somehow reference Rising Zan in it. Just as oh. a that's like how, in, like in every episode of South Park, there's an alien. Yes, and also how uh, Kenny usually dies, or he used uh, to. He used to. Yeah, he stopped dying. They, 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 they beat that horse to death. Uh, yeah. And then stomped on it some more. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we're on number to- one. Number one. Number one will be Ezio Ava. Uh, I can't remember how to say his last name. Ezio from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, Auditorium or something? I forget. Auditorium. I, Ezio I thought Auditorium. you were trying to say it in Mario's, Mario's speech, like, Nexio! Nexio! <laughs> no, Ezio, man. You get because Only because it's one of those few times where you get to play a character literally through their entire life. If you play all three of his trilogy, the, the whole thing of his three games in the trilogy, and if you watch the movie, not the movie that made it in the theaters. They actually did an animated film that followed the end of Ezio's story. It actually showed him dying. And that also ties into the Assassin's Creed game that takes place in China. Mm-hmm. Or as some people say, China! And um, that ties into that series, which is the Assassin's Creed Chronicles. Mm-hmm. So that's how they tie it in. Is it that the uh, Ezio dies, but he dies handing something off to some to the Chinese assassin, and that's how the whole thing started. But anyways, it uh, it's just great because you actually get to see, like, the whole character arc for him. It sucks at the end in the third game where, you know, the first the first level you have arthritis. <laughs> it be a drawback. But, like, they make references to past games, and you get to see, like, his character where, like, yeah, he's a good-looking kid, so he's a bit of Lothario at first, but, like, you realize that he's actually a good-hearted person, and he, you know, he, he really is the hero of the story. It's not like... It's me, Lothario. Lothario! Hey, you Come on over here, and I'll give you a rose, you hit your knees, okay? Let's go, I can't, my joints are hurt, like, yeah, the, 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 the whole thing was in the beginning of the game, like, oh, I can't do this like I used to. And then he takes, like, a miracle pill, and all of a sudden, he's perfectly fine for the rest of the game. For the rest of the game, he's perfectly fine. He took the best aspirin ever made. I don't know. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh, is the most unbelievable thing about the whole game to me. It was like, shouldn't the whole game, shouldn't I have to go back every once in a while and get another pill? Wouldn't that be more realistic, you know, like how life is? Pretty much. <laughs> up a tolerance. That's how it should go. Yeah, there should be a tolerance. There should be like a pill tolerance. And if you take too many pills, the pills become less less useful. Like real life, 
<laughs> I guess they weren't looking to be more, you know. I see. It's like what? Took one pill. Now for the rest of the game, you're fine. You you're swing fine. from rooftop to rooftop in that game, killing people easily, and and you're talking about how realistic it is. Look at what was the, the one you told Assassin's Creed, Destiny, Destiny, or whatever the one was with all the glitches. Oh, Unity. Unity, That's the one yeah, where, like, for, yeah, where like like people's skin is inside out. Yeah, or they're walking on air. Yeah, they're walking on air. And you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to say it should be more realistic. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, like when you have a plot hole that's that big, like okay, he can go from building to building. There, I've seen people in real life. Well, not on not in person. I would love to see it in person, but I've seen video of people jumping rooftop to rooftop, doing all kinds of impossible. Well, at least to me, impossible stuff. Yeah. So I know that people can do it. This is a realistic thing. It's called parkour. People do parkour. So in Assassin's Creed, you are a guy who does parkour, who also kills people. <laughs> you are oh, a, a, a parkouring. You are a murderer who does parkour, and I can understand that. But the fact that you, you know, one shot, it's a mirror. It's, I don't want to get like political, but I feel like making fun of the president here. It's the miracle shot. He just put like the, the bleach into his veins, and all of a sudden his pain went away. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, pain went away. Putting bleach into your veins will take care of all your pains in your yes. life. It'll kill all viruses. It kill, uh, kills everything, including you. <laughs> It'll kill everything, including you. All right, Matt's number one. All right. The ship this one's a big one, Mike. Get ready for it. Viral. It's the announcer, your co-pilot, whatever, oh, in no, not, not. Rumble Racing. No, you're kidding. You do not be serious. Just because he pissed you off so much. That's why. No, it's not my favorite character. I just I just gotta throw that one in there because it's hilarious. God. <laughs> Although that one did give me a lot of uh, fun watching you just dislike him so much. So uh, the other character I can think of that really. Uh, uh, what's kind of interesting is, you know, um, let's see, uh, in uh, The Last of Us, you, you start off, you know, is, uh, and, and you see this, you know, situation, it's like like now going on where like... Oh, know, dude, that's an honorable mention for me. Who is, who's in The Last of Us? Who's the guy in the beginning uh, who you play through in the game? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember his name, but... I, I don't remember, remember his name either, but he was a cool character. Yeah. Yeah, there's an honorable mention. The the guy whose name we can't remember <laughs> from yeah. that game we all liked. I, the guy I, don't, I can't remember any names at all whatsoever. I can like look up those ones, these characters and stuff, because I didn't remember their names. I forgot his name. But, yeah. I usually like if I can't remember somebody's name, I usually assume that it has to be a very common name to me, because if yeah. I do remember your name, it's usually because your name is like if I remember it, like right away, um, it's either because she's really cute. Or you have an unusual name. It's Joel. I, I mean, I'm just gonna call us call it what it is. It's literally because I think the girl is cute, or if it's a guy or a girl who isn't that cute, it's because they have an unusual name. <laughs> or once in a while, both. <laughs> but <laughs> and, uh, it's Joel. It's Joel. That's that's pretty common. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's always the the, the thing that um, you know. 
you know, when they put a lot of effort into building up stuff, like in that one, just in the first, you know, bit of the, the game, you know, you go through this experience of, of what it's like when, when uh, shit hits the fan, like, kind of feeling a little bit too much like right now. But, uh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's feeling like right now you, you have, yeah, well, uh, we have, you have zombies attacking your, your, your people and you have uh, curfews that are held by the military to make sure that you do curfew. Yeah, they, pretty much. When, when, no. when you hear like, you know, well, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. That's like, what? Oh, I understand that. That sucks. Yeah. I'm just saying like, we are, we don't have people marching up and down the street yet making sure we're in our houses. Not yet. Yeah, we kind of uh, had some crazy stuff going on when, when uh, we had to like uh, change some doctor's appointments around because, because people were actually writing in town here. Hmm. Yeah. Well, here's been a little wacky. Well, I, I think that's more of an inconvenience rather than the military actually walking down the street and shooting people for opening their doors. You know, that would be that one would be bad. Where's your mask? Uh, it's in my pocket. Put your stop what you're doing. Put your mask on. Do you have yeah. to have a gun pointed at me? Did, Did I tell you to talk back? Did you see the video of people outside of their house? When, when the uh, the riot guys were coming down the street, he said, everybody get in your house. Get in your house now. And they started firing paint canisters at them. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they start, the, the rioters, they started, the rioters no, started no, no. throwing paint cans at them. police started firing paint cans at people and could have, like, really injured somebody really badly or possibly even killed somebody because they were outside of their door, barely outside their door. And did you see this firsthand, or is this from, like, five this seconds? This is on video. This is on video. Okay. Um, if you were a cop and you were told to go into that situation, you don't know what's what. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I understand that that in some some ways, you know, I I respect cops and that you know a lot of the times, you know, it's got to be really tough and all that stuff. But but still, it's it's crazy ass times. You know, no, like, just... the, 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 I mean, we're trying not to get the political here, but this is one of the problems we have in this country is everybody has this all or nothing mentality, and it's like, are there are there bad cops? Hell yeah. There's help. There, there's bad cops. There, most of them are good, just like in any, every single other profession on the planet. You want to pick on the, the Catholic Church? Are there bad priests? Yes. Are there bad pastors? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. That's a very good. That's a, uh, that is. I like that point of view that you're you're not just uh, you know saying all cops it, are good, all cops are bad. You know. It's the same thing. Like if like if you ever watched the movie um, Jojo Rabbit. They're, I heard about it. Uh, if you get a chance, watch it. It's an amazing movie. Uh, it's this kid. He, he he is growing up in Nazi Germany, and he's a Nazi because he simply doesn't know any better. So it allows you to go and say, were there good Nazis? Yes, because they were so dumb. They didn't know any better, but they were actually good people. They were just stupid. You could be a good then, person and be an idiot. It is possible. I've met them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's that's absolutely right. Good people out there, you know. Yeah. They stand for something because they don't know any better. They honestly yeah, don't. There, there, there's a buddy of mine who's been dating this girl now for like two or three years. When we first started dating her, we were talking, and, and we at the time didn't really know each other well. But it was just kind of like I talked about my relationship stuff, and he started talking about his, and he started talking about this girl. He's like, I just started seeing this girl, and I don't know about it. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? I'm like, well, she's she's kind of dumb. I'm like, okay. But is she a good person? He goes, oh, yeah, she's a real good person. I'm like, well, then do stick with her, man, because 
You could always teach her stuff, but you can't. You, you know, you, you, morals and stuff. She already got that. She's already a good person. Mm-hmm. You could just yeah. show her where she's being dumb. You know, <laughs> and now they're one of my favorite couples because all they do is they get on each other's nerves. It's great. It's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> he thinks she's stupid. She thinks he's stupid. Oh, they're miserable. They're miserable. He's like, dude, what do I do? You're like, stay together. He's like, okay. No, they're not. Even <laughs> it's one of those things like they're fighting with each other, but they're having fun doing it. Okay. That's why I'm saying they're my favorite. If if they were legitimately fighting with each other, I wouldn't want anything to do with them. I'd tell them to break up. (laughs) But if they're doing it because they're just getting on each other's nerves for the fun of it, kind of (laughs) cute. And someone snaps and then comes out and machetes a person. (laughs) All right, Mike, aren't you up to number one? Did you do your number one? No, I have not done my number one. All right. My number one? I did. My number one. Now, here's the thing about my number one is is I believe something with um, one-on-one fighting games. Um, When you get past the button pushing and you really get to know how characters work, I think the way that they make these games, they do it, they're geniuses because they make the characters so that each, you know, a certain type of character is going to flow with a certain way that a certain person plays. So, like, for instance, Ken, people who use Ken are kind of, there's something about the way that Ken flows that they naturally gravitate towards. And I, I realized this with my number one character because I've, I connected with the way this character plays so freaking well. And it it's outshines every single one of the fighter. But I realized, I started realizing then I'm locking into to how these other characters play based off of my play style. So I know that's a big, long wind-up for this. But it's important to know because my number one character and the main reason why now, Ben, I want to play so bad against you in the Street Fighter game would be Rose. Who? Rose. Rose? Rose, yes. Who the heck is Rose? That's why I want to play with you because <laughs> because I love playing against against characters who people who use Ryu or Ken or Akuma and play as Rose and I've actually been laughed at for picking Rose on Street Fighter Alpha Two against a character. Oh, she, she, she's from she's from Street Fighter the new class. That's okay. Yeah, she's from the new class. Well, actually, Alpha would be the old class, but. And then I completely slaughtered the guy, and he had no idea what was coming. I had a person who play I played against. He was playing Sagat, and I was being I was playing Rose. He halfway through the second round, he's like, "I can't even get into you because I just kind of lock how how this character is used and and what she does." Um, the, the kid that you beat was he Asian? Oh yeah, he actually was. Wow. So, and actually, what was funny was he had a couple buddies with him, and halfway through the, the one of the rounds, one of the guys goes, "Get that white boy!" Get that boy. And I turned around and looked at him, and he's like, "Oh, sorry." I'm like, "I don't care." So, but yeah, um, if you don't know Rose, at least look her up. 
I mean, you play Alpha series, I'm sure. You got to you, you'll you'll know her when you see her. She's the um, other side of M Bison. Yeah, I have uh, was the anniversary collection that has like Alpha and all those ones. Basically, it's all of them up and I think it's all of them up until like five. Mm. I'm but not really she, sure. She is the main reason why I sit there and say the number one game of the Street Fighter series is Street Fighter Alpha 3 because that's when she was perfected. And, of course, Street Fighter Alpha 3 has a pretty big uh, lineup and, and had a couple other characters that were really good. But she plays the best in, in Alpha 3. And I actually, I, I in, in the... Uh, like in the PlayStation versions and Dreamcast versions, you could do like this world tour and beef up your character. I put her, put I beefed her up so strong I could do a three hit combo and it'd take over half your bar off. Hmm. And she wasn't like a, a Zangief type of character either. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I didn't even know who she was. Like I honestly meant that. Well, like it was like me joking around. Like I I, I don't. Yeah, because I'm like one of those guys. Like I, I'm very casual with Street Fighter Two. Like I had the Street Fighter Two collection, and literally, like the, see, I'm calling it the Street Fighter Two collection. And like literally, all I play is Street Fighter Two. I don't play any of the other Street Fighters, mm-hmm. even though I have access to them all because I'm awesome. It's it's, it's kind of interesting because I think with, with Street Fighter Two, I played as Dawson, and I always played as Dawson, and because I I locked into how he played. But when it went to Alpha, they changed the way that he played, and I got completely away from him. And I can't even use the Alpha version of him. Well, see, like, I, I just didn't want to learn a whole bunch of commands. So I just went and, like, learned what Ryu and Ken did. And then when Mortal Kombat came out, I found out that it's very similar to what Sub-Zero's commands were. Yeah. So it's just always, you know, down and towards. Down and away. That's how the majority of characters are. I mean, Rose is, is half circle forward punches or fireball, half or no, full, or yeah, half circle forward, quarter circle back is her deflect, quarter circle forward and kick is her um, the spiral attack. I mean, it, you got you basically have either charge characters or you know, quarter circle characters. So you guys ready for um, my thoughts on Apple TV Plus? Sure. Sure. I think, right. I think Matt fell asleep, though. No, yeah, he I'm just said... wrap this up pretty quick, though. Okay. So Apple TV Plus, if you have bought a new Apple device within the last, like, year or so, mm-hmm. you get a free year of Apple TV Plus, mm-hmm. which you give me that for free, and I'm like, okay, I don't know if that means it's worth anything because it's for free, but I'll check it out. So first I checked out that morning show, which is supposed to be like their big thing because it's got Reese Witherspoon, it's got Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, and um, it's supposed to be like one of their bigger shows. I got about five minutes into it, and they started on a political rant. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to dump this. This is during the political season. And now that the political season's over, like I'm not... I'm not as like as serious about it as I was. Like I'm more relaxed about it now. But when the season's in, in, in like I'm like completely on my side. Uh, but uh, I decided to give it another chance. But before that, I started watching a show called Tehran, which is also on Apple TV+. Plus. This, if you like spy dramas, this is really pretty good. This one here is, this girl is a Israeli spy 
who gets stuck in Iran. That's pretty much the plot. She's stuck on Iran. There's other stuff that happens, but the main part is he is an Israeli spy stuck on Iran. And Iran and Israel have like a Cold War thing going on, which since we live here, we don't really, I guess, know about. But it's a whole like it's a, it's the same idea as like if a, if, a, if you did like an 80s drama where like a U.S. spy got stuck in Russia. It's the same idea. Gotcha. And it's it's very interesting. And um, then I started watching. I started. I gave the morning show another shot. And it's actually really a good show. Uh, if you realize that it's that you should be laughing at it, because it's more of a comedy in my eyes than a drama, because it has Jennifer Aniston and it has Reese Witherspoon and it has Steve Carell, and all these people have their chance to do their gigantic scene that is going to win them the Emmy. Mm-hmm. It's a, literally like a soap opera. Everything's explained. Everything's gigantic speeches. And it's like all these people, this, this whole show is just about them trying to get Emmys. All these grand speeches about bullshit. Well, small things. Some big things. There's some so big basically things. like our show. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like I'm watching it and I'm like, if you laugh at this show, if you find the humor and how ridiculous ridiculous and over the top and how much you're eating up the scenery it's actually a good show mm-hmm. but if you sit there and try to take it super serious this show sucks <laughs> that, was, gotcha. that was that was funny <laughs> that is so convincing yeah that was funny no no, no. Funny? no it's, just, it's funny that, that you know you're like okay this is annoying and horrible and then it's just a bunch of garbage and then but maybe you get past that it's cool <laughs> yeah, because if you go in and you think that, because I they said that this is going to be the next West Wing, and I was a huge fan of the show The West Wing, so I'm tuning in and expecting it to be The West Wing, which had a left leaning slant to it, but they were balanced enough where you can kind of let it go. Where this one, they went right into the leftism the first time I watched it, and then I'm like, after the election, like I said, I'm a little bit more relaxed with stuff, and I kind of know that how entertainment is, how Hollywood is. So I'm like, I, I let a lot more stuff go. And I'm like, okay, well, let me watch it again. And then you find out that the character who made this gigantic leftist speech is a conservative. And her character is supposed to be a quote-unquote conservative. And I'm like, oh, so when you have somebody who's never met a conservative trying to write a conservative, they just write them as being a leftist who's also supposed to be she, the character had an abortion as part of the story too and that this whole thing it's yeah it's an interesting show but like i said you just can't watch it and take it seriously if you take it and you're willing to laugh at how ridiculous part of it is not a bad show it's got martin short in it he's funny even when he's trying not to be it's you might want to check just, out the show the show c i haven't watched that yet is that any good? It's cool. Yeah, it's actually cool. So uh, my recommendation is if you have an Apple product and it got and you're getting bugged, say, and sign up for your one-year trial of Apple TV Plus, do it. You get a year of it, and the shows on it, um, they're not horrible. You know, it's actually shows. I think, man, I think you just hit the slogan, the, the catchphrase that was needed. Conservatives were just leftists with benefits. Like it's like all, all the, all it's the like benefits the only, you get. The from... only thing about her character that was 
conservative was the fact that she kept calling herself a conservative over and over again. <laughs> no, dude. That's like if you if you're wearing I'm a conservative, I'm a conservative, I'm conservative. I like I'm just such a conservative. That's why when I had my abortion, what? What? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I missed the train here. What? <laughs> I mean, I know there's conservatives who at some point in their past, and that's actually how the character was when she was a teenager, and they showed her crying about it. And but like you're still trying to. You're trying to sell something to somebody you've never met before, is what this really comes off as. I've never met a conservative in my life, but I think they're like this. <laughs> abortions! Get your abortions here! Conservatives, today, half price. I know. <laughs> like, uh, okay. It's like if, you read, like if you read a story from like 100 years ago where they said, like, well, I've never met a black person, but I bet you they talk like this. That's what this show is thinking about, what middle America is like. I've never met somebody from middle America, but I got an idea. I think I know. It's kind of like me, but they're, they're more religious. <laughs> no, dipshit. They're not like you. They're not like you at all. If you looked at the election map, you could see that. Half the country is one way and half the country is the other. How this is going to work out, I don't know, and I'm afraid. That's my review of Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that ends it all. <laughs>